everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I've never followed a hero before, like an actual hero, but today is that day. And no, no, I don't mean, you know, directly followed, but if anybody was listening to JM and AM this morning, you know that Sergeant Yehuda Alon, an IDF hero, was on this morning, and I had a quick opportunity to meet him, and boy, boy, oh boy, is he another humble Jewish hero in our midst. Good morning, everybody, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, host of That's Life and head of social responsibility at Cross River. And yeah, getting over a cold, like I would say, I don't know, 80% of people I know. You can find me here every Thursday right after Allison or right before Yussi's live lunch. I'm actually really, really excited to... Um, to speak to our guest today. I haven't spoken to Arya Kunstler in a while. I'm going to, you know, we're going to start that conversation in a second. He has so much going on, God knows. But of course, I want to do the, the, the absolute necessary things to start our show properly. We're going to do the fortune cookie if you remember. Uh-oh, this one's broken. That's a flag. Flag on the play. We do not open broken fortune cookies. Those are, oh my gosh, another one? Those are, as we say, not fortunate. That is correct. Sorry about the play on words, but every dad out there appreciated it. All right, here's a good one. It's whole. I'm feeling lucky. Unfortunately, it is the third one. Third time's a charm, right? Here we go. Here we go. The happiest person is the one without history. I mean, that's true, but I don't even, like, why does that make them happy? Because they have no baggage? I don't know. Then they're not living. Who on this planet has no baggage? I don't know. I guess a, a newborn baby. So the newborn baby who has no history is the happiest. Well, as Nachum Siegel would say, shkayach. Um, <laughs> I mean, is that harsh? I don't think that's harsh. I just got a harsh look here in the studio. I don't think that's harsh. Um, I also want to do today's holidays because, as you know, today is February 29th, which is unusual. Happy birthday to all those people who are just, I don't know, much younger than they actually are. Wouldn't it be interesting if that's the way, like, leap year babies actually aged? I mean, what was the name of that movie? Benjamin Button? The something about Benjamin Button? It was a Brad Pitt movie or whatever where he doesn't age or he does age, whatever it is. But either way, people who are in their 40s are really in their teens or something along those lines. I don't know. But anyway, Danielle Whitkiss, happy birthday to you. I can wish you a real happy birthday every seven years. So that's what I'm doing. Happy birthday to you. Interestingly enough, there are national holidays today. Why do I think it's interesting? Because that means that whoever picked those dates only celebrates them once every seven years. Four years. Sorry, I don't know why I just said seven. Four years. Why did I just say seven? I don't know. All right, fine. Whatever. Four years. I'm holding seven. Thank you. I got another look here in the studio. Wow, today's show's going great. Um, okay, national holidays, the ones that we celebrate only every four years. National Time Refund Day. Don't know what that is. Superman's Day. Oh, sorry, Superman's Birthday. International Toast Day. I feel like we celebrate that more often than just every four years. National Chili Day, we definitely celebrate that more. And actually, in celebration of National Chili Day, I am making chili for Shabbos. It's a good substitute when you don't want to use ch- when you don't want to have chalit, because you can literally just leave it in all Shabbos, take it out. It's like that hot, warm bean thing. Yeah, it's yum. Um, it is also uh, Rare Disease Day and Bachelor's Day. All right. So let's celebrate The Bachelor in your life and let's help get them married. All right. That would be the Jewish answer to Bachelor's Day. How would you celebrate Bachelor's Day? 
We help them get married. Yep, something like that. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I am joined by longtime friend of this network, longtime personal friend, recording artist. I mean, Instagram sensation, Arye Kunstler. Arye, good morning. Good morning. I can't even believe you're up. <laughs> yeah, mornings don't stop, regardless of uh, of the show or the wedding or performance the night before. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny because was, I was talking to somebody about uh, we had to make some meeting with a musician or whatever it was. And I said, can you do 8 a.m.? And she's like, musicians don't do 8 a.m. I'm like, honey, tell me something I don't know. But right. So you're you're making a very valid point. But I think it's more important to talk about where you were last night and how exciting it was. So tell us about opening for Yishai Rebo last night uh yeah i mean that was it's something i've, I've wanted to do for a, a very long time um my team we made a, a lot of pushes for a couple of the shows that he's done here in the tri-state area over the last couple of years uh, including the msg show it didn't work out um then this event kind of popped up and uh and we made it happen and uh you know i got to open with a five song set wow. really nice crowd and um Really, really great evening. Had a good, really had a good time. Nice hanging out with uh, him. His band is amazing. They're just great guys and just, you know, spending time with them backstage. Just a lot of fun. East Rockaway, by the way, is close enough to home that you might have felt like that hometown crowd was with you. It was. when It was actually funny when I said, uh, you know, it's nice playing for a hometown crowd. The place is actually like, you know, you got one of those nice reactions from the crowd. Right. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Packed house and, uh, you know, my band was amazing and the sound crew was amazing. So just really like for me, a very easy and smooth sailing uh, gig and got to, you know, perform you know, a bunch of my songs, did some of the Instagram stuff. I uh, did like a whole medley of the stuff I've been doing on Instagram. So it's been, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a nice, uh, nice set. And you've gotten a lot of great reaction from your Instagram work. Yeah. 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 The Instagram thing is, is not, uh, not what I had on my, uh, you know, on my cards. <laughs> um, I, I always looked at uh, Instagram, you know, as a way to market yourself and, you know, post videos and, you know, when you have a new song and then it, it became, you know, a, a whole different thing. It became <laughs> one of the other uh, singers in the business said, like, you kind of changing Jewish music. Now you don't need, there's no CDs. So now it went to streaming. He's like, now you don't even need streaming. You need a minute to 90 second reel for people to, you know, you know, f- find out who you are. And But it's, it's, it's nice to see the, really the worldwide reaction to uh, to some of the things that I post, like the way that people like just take a minute out of their day and sometimes they listen to it, you know, more than that um, to just like kind of zone into a video that just like really gets them in their feels, which has been the goal, um, you know, since I've seen where these videos uh, have been going, uh, they really just started for me because I, I like playing these songs and, I had some nice camera equipment. I was like, let's see what we can do. It should be fun. And it, it's turned into, you know, something beyond anything I ever expected. But it's even more than that, right? Like as an artist after October 7th, I can say as a human being after October 7th and as a Jew after October 7th, though I really try and not start sentences that way because that is so something, but we were all inspired, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But we were all yeah. like 
desperate to do something and to be active. And everyone responded in different ways. And one of the conversations that I had, oh my gosh, I think at least a month ago, was about um, was about magicians who went to Israel and were performing magic shows for either families who had been displaced or kids who were not back in school or kids who had received, tra- you know, who had endured trauma. And just giving them 30 minutes of magic was so unbelievable to them that when I was on the phone with um, with the, with the group, it was like, well, this is what we do, and so this is how we know how to volunteer and give back. And I've seen that through you, that you, as a musician, as an artist, this is how you're speaking to the moment and to the need of the people. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because a lot of people have been asking, like, like what what are you doing? You know, that it's kind of branched out. I don't like the term copycats because, you know, like I don't own Instagram. I don't own the <laughs> proprietary rights to sitting and performing. You know, there are a couple of guys that like really imitate in, in the style of the videos. And it's I think it's great. Um, but I, I think what I what kind of sets me apart is that I'm not really doing it. Um, and I definitely did not start doing it for the views on Instagram. Right. Like I, I was sitting at a chuppah, you know, we were playing a chuppah in, I was like back at, towards a, you know, week or two after October 7th and they played Shurei Leib. We were playing Shurei Leib by Hanan Ben-Ari and I was like, I love this song so much and it really like, it, it moves me every single time mm-hmm. I hear it. And then I was in my studio, I was like, and I was just jamming on it to myself. I was like, you know, let me, let me just film a quick video of it and, you know, post it. And then, then like the next thing, you know, like he, he reposted it and like people were messaging me like, wow, that really moved me like that. Like I was able, and suddenly I realized like it, it you know, I, it, it sounds like I, I, I don't like being that artist saying like, Oh, like, you know, my music helps people heal or it helps them mm. go like, you know, but at the end of the day, what I'm, what I see and what I really, and I think a lot of that has to do with the song selection as well of what I do. I'm not just trying to pick songs that are going to be like popular. Sometimes I, I pick a song that I'm just feeling in the moment and, or an original song that, I know won't get more a ton of views, but that's what I'm feeling in the moment. And if uh, an iota of people are going to be able to tap into that, that's fine. And some videos more, um, and some videos are just really nice, like the one with my dad, which right. has a million and a half views. It's just something for people to, you know, like wow, that like I know that song, or you know, I, I, it's funny. I have a ton of Christian followers now. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I, originally, the, all the followers were coming out of Israel. I got tons of Israeli followers, and now like I, I have tons of Christian followers, and obviously, you know. Uh, Jewish followers throughout the world, but it's just it, it's anybody who's kind of supporting Israel and and supporting the Jewish people at this time really like tapped in. I've gotten some incredible messages from people all around the world, and uh, you know, and and now we're trying to develop it a little bit more into a, a live experience. Um, you know, it's always great doing my own set, songs and my own sets. Like I've been doing a lot of these shows, but we're working on building uh, a product now that to hopefully take around the U.S. You know, after the summer, which is you know kind of like what we're, we're going to brand the reels in real life in mm. the sense that solo acoustic. You know, some of my songs, a lot of the songs that I do on the reels, 
a very like intimate evening for people to like really tap in and, and, you know, kind of experience what they experience for a minute to 90 seconds on Instagram in a live setting and, and try and make it, you know, production wise, there's a need to be over the top and it's, you know, affordable for communities, small or big communities to, you know, throughout the U S to, to bring me. And so that's a product where we're kind of starting to focus on. Oh my gosh. First of all, I love that. So John Mayer, by the way, so uh, who do you think gave me the idea? Uh, are you not? Do I not get props for that, by the way? Am I not? like? Very, I'm very impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, I mean, we should talk about this part off air and whatever, but it's so impactful. It's so impactful. The artist with their medium in a in a smaller setting without the hoopla and whatever, just such a pure experience with music. It just, boom, it's so impactful. I love well, this I'll, idea. I'll tell you, I, I saw him uh, in it was the end of October. So it was like weird vibes, right. you know, internally, but for me, that's, it's soothing. So we saw my, I took my life and I love, uh, you know, another friend of mine who's a big John Mayer fan. And we sat like fifth row at UBS, UBS Arena. Yes. The funny thing, the funniest thing is though, is that it's not the smaller setting than what he usually does. Right. It's still that big. But, but when I saw what he did that night, it's just him and the guitar Ugh. and being able to captivate a Ugh. room in that way it really got me thinking of that, that if, you know, if people are so are tapping in so deeply to what I'm doing on Instagram, which is me and a guitar, I think we can create something uh, on a live setting. And I think if we, if we make it appealing enough and we're working on like press and media in order to, to reach out to different communities and Chabad houses and, um, you know, houses, colleges and, you know, small communities throughout the U S and big communities, like I said, like, you know, it's really the overhead financially is, is not daunting. Right. And, and it, and it can be just like a beautiful, intimate evening. Uh, and, and, you know, one or two of the places that we've actually spoken to, they're like, well, what can we see that like, you get a feel, I was like, literally go on Instagram. That's what we want to give to you live. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I totally love this. And okay, now I'm going to say my kids were at that concert and they were so conflicted. It, I think it was like the beginning of November. They were so conflicted. I, and about, it was the same concert, but they were so conflicted about going because they weren't ready. Like they don't want to go to, they didn't want to go to a concert. It was, we were so not that, you know, it was just so close to October 7th. It was so hard for them to go. And I was still in Avel, so I couldn't go. And two of my kids went and they're like, okay, if we leave, we leave. You know, if we're just not comfortable enough to do it, we leave. And they didn't realize it was acoustic. They didn't realize it was going to be that setting. And they came home and felt calmer. They felt that the, yeah. they had been washed by the music and just sitting there, nobody was up on their feet. Nobody was screaming. It was a night to enjoy the, like the purity of music. And they didn't, I mean, how many times have you and I or on this network talked about the healing powers of music, right? It's yes. just, it's yeah. undeniable. And so they came back from that concert, Arya, and they, they experienced what you experienced. They felt better for a moment. Like, isn't that amazing? Could you imagine bringing that to so many communities? And it's like, you know, Yishai was at Harvard the other night, right? You have all the protesters yeah. outside, and he's playing for all these kids. It's a crazy concept, by the way. It's a crazy concept that an Israeli has to leave his country, which is in the middle of war, to be machazekos. 
that's how crazy it's gotten here in the U.S. That's how crazy college campuses have gotten. It's insane. But you being able to bring your music and your spirit and your like and your talent to other people to provide that calm, to provide that inspiration in a pure setting, I am all in. I love this. <laughs> Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And you know, it's, um, once you have proof of concept, by the way, once you have proof of concept and you show people that it works and you get the, and and you show that it is like a replicable and it, it is, you're not looking to scale it up. You're just looking to repeat it and, and provide a, I don't want to call it a product. It's provide an experience on, on, a, on a consistent yes. level. It, it's, it's so beautiful. It's really so in beautiful. general, Jewish music is everything. Like I just did this concert it was my first theater concert and this incredible kids concert um, with, you know, it was right, Joe right. Nuka, Lipa, mm-hmm. Schlecky. And it was, inc- first of all, I mean, for me, it was the biggest stage I've ever been on mm-hmm. in my career and, and to perform in front of that many people. And it was amazing and like truly an incredible experience. Generally in Jewish music, the production value is so emphasized and, you know, it's, it's made to be very large. And in a way, like I'm trying to not, it's still, we're going to still want to look nice and whatever, but we're, what, what we actually want to do is kind of say like, okay, now, now just come in and let's just like zone in and and actually feel like, you know, concerts are great. They're distracting, especially when they're fun. Um, but sometimes like, it's okay to like, actually like be in those fields. So, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Your journey's not over. It sounds like it's just beginning and I love it. And what's crazy is that we were planning, you and I had been planning in this show to stop talking a couple minutes, play a song, stop talking a couple minutes, play a song. I can't, I can't stop talking to you. This is just like, I don't, I don't want to say like. I don't want to play your music now because I also know we're on a time crunch, et cetera. And I want to make sure to get the music in and, and Avrami's going to add the music and we're going to, we're going to get it all in. But, um, but I'm so happy. We at least had like this extensive conversation where people get to hear what you're up to and know to follow you, you know, to get a 90 second boost, a 60 to 90 second boost from an Instagram clip, by the way, for people who don't have Instagram, like, I don't know what you want me to do with you, but for, but in general, like when it comes to these Instagram clips, 16 to 90 seconds for somebody to give you a boost, like, how can you say no? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the one with your dad is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And oh, thank I, you. It's, I love it. But meanwhile, I am being told that we are out of time so that I can make sure to get your music on and make sure that these songs are included. I'll intro them in a second. And I know that we promised that you were going to be done on time. And I want to keep that promise. <laughs> thank you. I want to keep that promise. So anyway, Arie, uh, we have to talk again. I will jump in. I want to just quickly jump in and just say, for those who don't have Instagram, and it's something that we've been getting a lot because people ask for the videos. Mm. I get messages all the time. We're going to probably set up like one of these WhatsApp broadcast things eventually. So, so, um, you know, I guess somehow people will find out about it. So that way it'll, it'll, yeah. Are you a counselor coming to a community near you? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Anyway, continued Hatzlacha. Regards home. Great to speak to you. We should speak again soon. Thank you. Same to you. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And, of course, the programming continues. We have a live lunch with Yassi's Zweig. And don't forget that at 6.30 today, the Kosher Terroir, 
Simon, if I didn't get it right, I apologize. I think I did. I'm sure every person who actually knows how to pronounce it correctly is cringing. But hosted by Simon Jacobs, 6.30 p.m., right before the Erev Shabbos music show, hosted by Mark Zomik, and brought to you by our friends at Kedem tomorrow morning. Join Nachum as he hosts... JM and the AM and is joined by Malcolm Holmline at 7.40 in the morning. A lot of UN talk, a lot of mess, a lot of whatever to discuss. Don't miss a moment. I'm introing the REA Consort songs that hopefully we'll be able to get in. The first one is Avodat Halev. Beautiful, amazing song. And of course, Achim Biyachad, which we have featured before on this show. And it is an excellent tune, an excellent song for these times in which we find ourselves. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Ever since I was a child, I followed in your ways. Now that I am older, it is harder, I must say. I have my own free will, still I choose you. Servants not a burden when you're working for the king Who loves you like a son and daughter Only wants to bring you closer Bring me close Oh, and I feel so far From where you
Hey, my brother, have you been? I've been thinking of you often. Cause I don't know where to be while you're out there battling for the survival of our nation. Just know I have you in my heart. Always with you, no matter how far. Looking towards the day when we'll celebrate me coming home. Achim Biachar. No matter where you are, I'm telling you, Atalolivan. Cause I'm Israel Chai, no matter all the miles. Achim Yad Biyad et Aterech Azot, the Meshek Oladorot. Achim My brother, we're together as 